Hello, and welcome to the introduction of Dave Talk Some More. God damn it. Today we've lined up a great introduction to the show. It's on right now, in fact. Hope you're enjoying it. Well, if you like this introduction, why not go ahead and listen to the show itself? It starts in just a few seconds now. Uh, okay, now I now I actively hate the introduction. <laughs> I, w- I went from a week ago, I was ambivalent, and I thought it needs to be redone, and now we're sitting here making cringe faces like, seriously, we're still doing that. I've done absolutely nothing. I've, I've changed nothing, I, and I feel a little guilty about it. I'm speechless after. <laughs> it takes me a while to... <laughs> get past it i mean it's not as if we didn't leave the show and you did not immediately send over to me here's some um not royal what's the word not royalty free yeah royalty free uh music clips that we could use to do a new introduction all i had to do was write a new introduction daniel would have met with me and we it's i mean it's like 11 to 17 seconds that's all i had to do Yep. And, uh, Versus the 17 hours of deep diving into royalty-free right. music, the, the, which I had no idea. Yeah, that you sent to me 30 minutes after the show. Yeah, that was, wow. yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Math doesn't add up on it. Well, it, it's, uh, God, okay, so that's that's the first show. We got a lot of show notes that, that we've got to cover, and that's the first show note is seriously the introduction has got to be reworked. Uh, secondly, I have really concerns about your terrible taste in music because the royalty-free music is all headbanger stuff, and I'm not feeling the vibe fits with this show yet. Uh, tell me the thinking behind that. How's that going to work? Well, a whole it's either that or elevator music out there. I mean, it really is. There's oh. not a whole lot of royalty-free um, stuff out there. I, I do have an affinity um, as um, a former owner of a of a mullet and um, <laughs> former <laughs> former yeah. um, back in the the eighties for uh, hair metal type. Uh, yeah, I, that's uh, anybody who knew you, who knows you. I think would have a hard time believing that you are a hardcore hair metal loves MMA. Um, oh. I, yeah, I mean that just that does not fit the personality that well, I, I had a mullet out. and a loop earring back in. No, in, really? Yes, I did. Okay, I absolutely did. Um, it was it was epic. There was used to be pictures, and you had used to be pictures. You had one earring on one ear. You didn't. I, I had a loop earring on my left ear that was done by a roommate of mine after uh, a night of debauchery. Yeah, and uh, said, "Hey." Let's try it. Ice Cube, the whole deal. Hey, just going into a deep dive of your personality is, I'm just more disturbed every week. And, uh, you look, 1993, Birmingham, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row concert, rocking a mullet and an earring with 25,000, 30,000 other people. So it's, 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 it's deep within the. The psyche. It's hard to kick even at my advanced age. Well, it, you know, this this is the kind of background stuff that's going to be a big deal when you blow up. People are going to want to know a lot more information because that's, you know, not that I'm going in order of anything, but one of, one, one of the other show notes to go over is going is we, we're shocked that we went all the way up to six listeners two weeks ago, which I, I never thought, I, I never thought this thing would crack five because we're, I'm doing absolutely no social media whatsoever. We, uh, we can't even get our significant others to listen well, for the most part. Well, um, except by naming them. Yeah. Daring them. Daring them. Yeah. So. You, would, you wouldn't do that. Um, every week when we come in here, uh, Daniel, our engineer is like, so y'all ready to go on Facebook live? I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. This is for me. This is, this is just for me to get the voices out of my head for, and really need to be doing this about three times a week, but in hours, <laughs> I got a lot of voices, man. Um, but, uh, yeah. And it turns out we got 
20 listens uh, are 20 unique, uh, what do yeah. you call it, download something. So uh, for, for uh, look, nobody who does podcasting thinks that that's any kind of number whatsoever. I mean, it, it's sad. It's a sad little number. But for people who are just doing it for fun, we're, we're in a little bit of shock. And so there is a, a niche for successful lawyer and dollar store discussions. Yeah, we yeah we should get those successful lawyers on. Yeah, well, on the podcast got, at some yeah, point. We're working. That, yeah, we're, right. we're 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 building up to that. Um, let's see. Well, we've got to decide: are we actually going to do any kind of social media on this or not? Yeah, Dan, Daniel's all about the promotion. He's saying we should do it. I don't know. Um, but I'm with Daniel on it. I just, okay. Well, that's, that's something we'll have to figure out. And then the third thing is the visual aspect of this show, which I can't imagine anybody has seen it, even though we have a, a camera on it. But um, by the time of the next podcast, I think we're going to have multiple cameras. Um, we're going to have... Um, yeah, I'm not sure. We're going to have production values, visual production values like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to shave. Shave what? I mean, well, that's another podcast, David. Uh, um, Dave talks some more. Yeah, that, that just night the, version. You just brought you just brought this thing to a to a dead stop. <laughs> so, um, well, and the other thing. Here, here's the thing that that I say every week because you'll you'll pick me up and and we'll come over here, and the whole time we're talking and the whole time I'm thinking, we got to save this. This 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 is actually the interesting part of the conversation. And then by the time we get over here, just kind of looking at each other, going, uh, "You got anything else you want to say? You know, how was your day? How was your morning? Gosh, it was cold this morning, and now it's hot. You oh, know? you're overplaying that. We we heard some great stories last time. Well. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you how my my day began. Um, playing playing a little game called Find My Keys. Where's my keys? Which uh, when when I was a younger, more engine, more immature person, went like, oh, God, what's wrong? Uh, nothing. Everything's fine. Did you lose your keys? They were right here. I swear they were right here. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, if, if I knew where I saw them last, I would go ahead and go there. I, w- I would already. Oh, my God. I'm not yelling. I'm not. You want to hear what yelling sounds like? This is what yelling sounds, you know. And uh, now. This is what therapy sounds like. Well, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, you know, and. Anyway, I, I have I have conquered the uh, and conquered it. I have somewhat under control the going crazy, because you know the feeling of oh my god! I've looked at every place where they ought to be five times and I can't find them. It, what is going on here? And then you know it's some stupid place like right on top of the coffee table or something idiotic like that. So in the in the pocket. In, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, are, are they in the car from uh, yesterday evening or, or whatever it is? Or my ex-wife hid them or so I couldn't leave the house. Well. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. This did sound like therapy. Now, yeah, more, more flashbacks, uh, more sad past. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of how the day went. And then, you know, it is Friday, December 22nd, also known as if anybody's working, they're not working the whole day. Forget about getting anybody on the phone and leaving early. And, you know, finally, it's the Christmas holidays, which have taken forever to get here, uh, have finally have finally arrived. So I'm thrilled about that. Uh, my wife called me and said, let's go to Apollo. Have you been to Aplos yet? Oh, the new one over there. Yeah, yeah, the new one over yeah, by the. It's really uh, good, actually. It was it was amazing, um, and really, really, um, I guess well attended in the word. But you know, a lot of people there. Prices aren't bad. Food's you, were, good. you were brave to go there on December the twenty. Oh my God, dog! I mean, not dogwood, but uh, Renaissance, Renaissance yeah. is just. Um, it is covered up with people right now as we speak, killing each other. Um, 
in the in the spirit of Christmas. Well, that's the difference between us. I mean, we're very similar, but uh, you just came from Renaissance eating at Apollo's, and uh, I just came from Walmart after eating at Chipotle. So. <laughs> uh, here's a question about your dark, distant past. Have you ever put anything on layaway at Walmart? I I have more than more than once. I've I had many a long year of uh, absolutely having no money whatsoever and getting and putting my kids' presents on layaway at Walmart. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was broke as a joke back when I lived in Texas. I was broke as a joke. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've done the broke thing. I don't know if I've done the layaway uh, thing. I really didn't even know they did. You know, did that? You know, Are you kidding and, uh, me? I mean, I remember they did. I I remember when um, Kid Rock went and paid off everybody's uh, layaway in Nashville. I remember that. Yeah, uh, that was just a few years ago. So, yeah, I mean, um, I've always dreamed of doing such a thing. Oh well, look, go Saturday uh, after, tomorrow afternoon. Go to the Walmart uh, whatever department, the office department at where they have the layaway. <laughs> And the line will be going out the door of people that are basically buying their kids' pre- their kids' Christmas out of hock or whatever, you, however you want to put it. Um, yeah, I've been there. So interesting. Uh, but anyway, how does that work? I mean, do you, how, how does layaway work? Yeah, I mean, is there a set amount? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like you you are going and it's like a savings plan for Christmas and. I think the only idea is I want to put these presents on lockdown in, say, October so that I know that I'm not going to have to do last-minute shopping and I can't find what I want. And they know? keep them back there? Yeah. You go, and they keep tabs. Now, they, yeah. they get my order wrong. Yeah. Most. When they well, ring it up, it's usually wrong. I mean, I, look, this is 1950s technology here. You know, you go... You, you get your shopping cart. This is the way it used to work anyway. You get your shopping cart full of whatever your kids' presents are. Then you go back to the layaway, which is in the back, because you're a little embarrassed about it maybe. Um, some people aren't at all. And that's fine. Um, you, you take it back there. They ring it up, and the total is $215, okay? And they'll have a percentage, um, you know, like a 15% layaway of – you know, $215. So, you know, you don't have 215, but you do have $32 and 75 cents, which just happens to be the right amount. And so you put that down and now it's on hold. If there's any price increases, if there's any shortages, that's somebody else's problem. And all that you have to do is come up with the other $182 between now and whenever you want to get the stuff out. And it's just like having it in hock at the pawn shop. Been there, yeah, uh, yeah. I've lived there, um, except you don't have to pay the you know the twenty percent upcharge that they have at a pawn shop. I mean, it's it's just straight up deferred uh, deferred purchasing, and so you come up with the other eighty five percent between you know October the whatever that you bought the stuff and December twenty three, and you get your stuff out of toy prison. And you know, there you are. You're set, and you know what your you know what your number is ahead of time. Like I've got to save up 184 dollars, and I have 64 days to do it. I'm just glad we didn't do this at the Family Dollar. Um, you should have. You know, no. Well, no, y'all just did shoplifting. I was about to say there's there's a whole other plan they had, but you know. This is where I think we really, and it, this loops back around uh, what we should do next on social on, uh, social media and stuff. I know that there are thousands, maybe even millions of people out there that wanted to hear a discussion on Walmart layaway. They've been wondering. I mean, it, and now they know. Now they know. I mean, th- this this is this is solid gold, day. If you're layaway curious. <laughs> You've always wondered. Now, now you've brought it to a screeching halt. Yeah, you yeah. Know, well, you know, you, you weren't here for the if if you ever need to bond out of uh, Harris County Jail for DUI charges, we have we have covered that topic of exactly how that works. Um, you know, we've covered the Family Dollar uh, shoplifting. We've covered how many times has your food been on a trip with a shoplifter before you actually buy it and take it home. When to get gas. When to get gas. Um, 
God, we went over that. Yeah, uh, in excruciating details. So, you know, all, all of the, the sad things that can happen to you, um, we're all over it. So, um, you know, more short show notes. Let me start with this show note. Um, every time that I'm thinking about Okay, we're going in at this afternoon at five o'clock. I always have the same idea, which is, and what are we going to talk about? And I, I never even think about it. I just well, sit on this couch. Well, <laughs> and it shows. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I, I used to. And this is going to sound pretentious. I I used to do the open mic uh, in Houston, like open mic stand up, which was brutal if, if you ever have any any feelings of self-esteem or being a worthwhile person you've or, heard me do karaoke day yeah so yeah. you know i have well, no self-esteem. yeah and, and yeah it's kind of the same idea you know if if you have some self-esteem and you want it absolutely beaten out of you go do <laughs> uh, go do open mic stand up i imagine karaoke is the same way except except Open open mic stand up. Um, somebody might actually be good. God forbid it won't be you, and you don't get to hide behind the music no. or anything else. I mean, it's just you and people. Yeah, and, and you will you will get depending on the crowd. You'll get three to five minutes. No, but it, it's like how many rounds can you go with Mike Tyson? Nobody. Nobody can make five minutes on open mic uh, in in Houston. Did you get close? I mean, did you have a success? Oh no, oh, no. uh, uh-uh. no. I I I would just go up there and it's kind of like this show. the The very first episode I did on the show, I'd kind of written out a routine and it bombed brutally. And what I learned that and should have already known. What I'd learned in Houston is you can't go up and just have a memorized script and go up and deliver it. It just doesn't work or or it doesn't work for me. And so I I would go up and just kind of have some amusing comment ideas. But the, you know, I have absolutely no fear of public speaking whatsoever. And I mean none except for that. And, you know, just being in front of a small crowd trying to be funny, and I, I just got killed on that. And I, and I had no intention of going into that subject 90 seconds ago when it began. It was only to say that the way that I would prepare for what am I going to say during my three minutes of agony was I would just write down just little loose ideas um, of things, things that might be interesting and I, I just go up with a microphone with a you know piece of paper and just whichever one I thought would work, um, you know I would go with it. And the problem would be uh, open night, open mic would be uh, at least a month apart, and they might go a month without it. And so you would have notes uh, from eight weeks ago, and you have absolutely no idea what they meant. Which is a problem, and which is a problem I'm experiencing now as I'm looking at my pad and I'm seeing notes like old association. I bet, and I have no idea what that meant. I bet it was hilarious six days ago when I wrote it down, but now I just, I have absolutely no idea. So, old association. <laughs> you gonna try to come up with something? You gonna do some improv? Oh, old no. Ass- no. Okay. Um, one of, but one of the things that I was, when, when we went to eat at Aplos, Bonnie was asking me, and she always does, what are you going to talk about? And I was telling her, you know, about what that process is. And the, the only suggestion that she had for me was, well, you should talk about, it's Christmas time. And so you should talk about Japanese Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay. <laughs> Japanese Christmas. Yeah, because at Christmas a Greek time. restaurant. At a, well, no, in Madison, Mississippi. No, no, it was about at during during the podcast. You should talk about Japanese Christmas because every year I mention how the Japanese celebrate Christmas, and the very first time that I told Bonnie the story, she's like, "You were totally making that up. That is, that is an absolute lie. It's a reasonable theory." Well, 
you know, and, and okay, I, let, let me hand it to you and see does this pra- does this pass the credibility test? Christmas Eve in Japan is like their Valentine's Day. This is true. I'm I'm probably not making this up. <laughs> they, um, you know, like that. Fifty percent of it is a hundred percent true. Well, in, in a manner of speaking. Um, Christmas Eve is their Valentine's Day, and they do celebrate uh, Christmas Day on December 25th. But the problem is, since they're Japanese and they have an incredibly well-defined culture... That doesn't involve celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so So. it, it doesn't really penetrate really well. And so there are different theories about how it came to be, but... One of their um, iconic uh, Christmas traditions is they get is every family gets a big bucket of Colonel Sanders KFC. This is true, um, and and a big pan of sponge cake, you know, with the pineapple rings on top, and the light, you know. And if you think I'm making it up, yeah. You, Welcome to our next guest, Google. Yeah, please, we, yeah, please tell. Yeah, yeah, any twenty people listening can Google Japanese Christmas, and and they will see that I'm not making that up, making that up. But what I think makes it really interesting, I mean that that's okay. That's no, not no that that's pretty interesting. Well, what make what what I think is interesting is because they don't they don't um, they have an interest in what Western culture, but it doesn't really resonate with them. And so you will see um, they understand that Christmas is about Jesus. And they also understand they, they've seen representations of the Western God as, you know, an old guy with a big old white beard. And they understand, see, <laughs> you are, see, I didn't make it up. KFC is a Christmas tradition in Japan. We're looking at it. Um, Wow. Yeah, I, I double-dog dare you to, to pull this this image up. They understand that the Western God is is represented as a— I know old, what the name of this podcast is going to be. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> um, but the Western God is an old white man uh, with, with a big old beard, and they understand that Jesus was crucified, and they understand that Santa Claus was— um, you know, is part of the Western Christmas tradition. And so you, I, I have seen, I don't know if they still do this, but I have seen pictures of in department stores in Japan, a big plastic Santa Claus being crucified or a big Colonel Sanders in his white, you know, Kentucky suit with the string tie being crucified because they've gotten they, they have all of the icons together, but they hadn't quite figured out how the different pieces of the Christmas, Christian, um, chicken, chicken, president. Thing, you know, how, yeah, how does, it, how does it all fit together? And the other thing that makes it really disturbing, if, if that's not enough, is they make the practical observation that being crucified is painful. And because if you look at and it's interesting that when you look at Western art, um, Jesus always seems to be taking the crucifixion amazingly well. You know, he's not screaming and yelling. You know, he's got this beatific look on his face. Um, Luckily, we're too early in this process to be boycotted by the Southern Baptist Convention well, or anything. No, I hadn't said anything that's bad. I mean, it's it's true. If I mean, there's a million depictions of Jesus being crucified and you don't see somebody who is screaming and yelling in agonizing pain, which, you know, it had to be agonizingly painful. Well, in Japan, they're practical people and they're not, they don't feel bound to the blonde hair, blue eye Jesus or crucifixion, not hurting. And so you have this bloody Colonel Sanders with his coat flailed off because of the Romans being crucified, screaming in agonizing pain, and that's Merry Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, Dave. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I. Okay, so I'm Christ crossing that off with the let's let's not go into Japanese Christmas. We're just going. I mean, the, the, how that how the Japanese used to conduct capital punishment was, is more of a heartwarming story. In what way? That you wouldn't know 
you know, everybody's got an execution date around here. Okay. Yeah, they didn't give you an execution date. You were on death row, and you didn't know you are fixing to go to your death until somebody knocked on your door. So every day could be it. Well, that's just, that's just mentally cruel. I, I didn't say it was a heartwarming story, but it's not Colonel Sanders getting crucified. Well, okay. Which I'm never going to have another bucket of chicken again. This okay. is, well, that's that's probably... Uh, speaking, I'm a Popeye's guy anyway. So. Uh, speaking of show notes, maybe we'll take the last six minutes of the podcast and cut that out. <laughs> I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that really no, that, fit into the spirit of... Uh, well, it was a Christmas story. I mean, it was a Christmas. Well, you know, my only other Christmas story is, and it's not even a story at all. It's just the same miserable observation. I have no happy Christmas stories. Mm. It's the same miserable observation that there is no more depressing day of the year than the afternoon of Christmas Day. Mm. And I, I remember vividly when I was a kid growing up in Baton Rouge where, you know, first of all, it's 85 degrees on Christmas Day and, you know, walking around in short pants and a T-shirt like you do all the time because it's always hot in the Deep South. And, you know, you have the big buildup of Christmas Eve and Christmas morning and, you know, maybe you go see your relatives. But at some point at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, um, it's just like it's still Christmas Day. There's nine more hours of this. I really don't feel like watching, you know, some reheated football game. Well, let me ask you this. Do Santa's presents get wrapped or not? Um, no. Hmm. No. How how they get wrapped under, how they come to be wrapped under your tree, I don't know, but the elves do not wrap the presents. But when you wake up, they're wrapped. They're wrapped. Yeah. See, now I had this, this whole, that's how I grew up. With unwrapped presents? No, that they were wrapped. But um, <laughs> then my ex-wife, for years we argued over this. This was the second year we were married. I remember I, I, I got threw my hands up and I said, I'm never going to decorate the tree again. Because that was a Oh, fresh. this sounds like a fun holiday argument. I mean, you know, I mean, there's only so many times I'm going to get told, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. Oh. Do it yourself. Oh. And and for the next 15 years, I sat on the couch and watched it. You just have no idea. Oh, I, no, well. Yes, you do. You yeah, have absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I just. Finally, it, we found, finally, we found the topic yeah, where I have many okay. things to this, say. Oh, we forgot. Viewers note, this is going to be a four and a half hour podcast. Mm, now, suddenly. Yes. Oh, it's it just. But now, um, but then on a much lesser level, the question was, does Santa's presents get wrapped? Or are they just underneath the tree to see when you walk out? Or do they, they all get wrapped? I grew up, they were always wrapped. Absolutely. And she was a non-wrapper. The only presents that were wrapped were from family, you know, parents I, I, and family. And everything else was just unwrapped. Because why? I, I, I don't well, I mean, know. Well, I know, but what was the explanation for why they would not do that? That's because Santa doesn't wrap. But his elves do. That's why I say. They, I, I don't. You know, they, we had a, and look, I had many a deep philosophical discussion on on this topic, but I lost, and that was fine. I mean, I'm, and I, it, you know, and then she had a point. I mean, you've spoken like somebody who doesn't wrap presents, you know, mm-hmm. you know, she would be the one wrapping them. Um, because I was terrible at it by, by design, but um, but that was it was a big it was a big issue because I, I I know for a fact that they were all wrapped when I was growing up because one year I could not get my mother and 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 father up they wouldn't get up just wouldn't I kept would just won't get up so I went out there at, at some point and just opened. Every present. Ooh, brave move. Bad move. Yeah, <laughs> got beat like a redheaded stepchild. I uh-huh. mean, just beat. Merry Christmas. Yeah, but uh, I remember just tearing into all of them. I was having a good time until. Yeah, until. Until. Well, you know, uh, as you know, Bonnie celebrates Christmas big time, which I love. That I'm not. I'm not goofing on her at all. 
and wrap the wrapping of presents is a thing and she knows how to wrap i mean she she could be working at macy's or something i mean she's got she has the wrapping the wrapping skills anybody who says there are not gender differences <laughs> yeah well that's well and she she was asking me about what the holiday traditions were uh when my kids were growing up like did you have a tree um Maybe, probably not. Maybe we did. And the subject turned to wrapping up presents. And I said, usually the way that I would wrap them up is I would just tape up closed whatever Walmart bag that they came in. And, I mean, the look on her face, I mean, you, you would have thought that, you know, we, we molested our kids on Christmas Eve or something. You, know, you, put, you gave your kids a Christmas presents in Walmart bags? And... Uh, look, when when I was a kid, the our wrapping paper was the Baton Rouge newspaper, hmm. and you know that that was a nice thing to just. I mean, because why are you going to waste your money on legit wrapping paper? I mean, for what? Well, All you're going to do is th- it's going to be in the garbage in 15 seconds. Those paper gro- uh, grocery bags are well. Wonderful. That's, that's that's for school books. So you know. Now I I will say this: my daughter loves tearing open the 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 destructive act of tearing open a wrapped present, and so as a special bonus to her, when I would wrap her present, I would wrap it and wrap it and, wrap, and it'd be like five five coats of paint, five coats of wrapping paper, so that she could just tear through it and just have the joy of of doing that, but. Yeah, I, I'm really not sure that I get what the point of it all is. At what age in our day did children learn there wasn't a Santa? Um, and conversely, in, in in our day, uh, could it go with eight or nine? What about now? Do any kids even believe in Santa at any point? No, I I would say two or three years earlier. But that doesn't mean they won't lie um, because every parent knows the joy of the kid coming up to them on Christmas Eve and saying, you know, I still believe in Santa. I believe Santa exists. And it warms my heart to see a child celebrating the spirit of Christmas by lying to my face in the hope that I'm going to give them more presents because they still believe in Santa Claus. I respect that. It warmed, level. it really warmed my heart. I was like, oh God, I, I remember when I did that, you know, when I was 12 years old <laughs> and growing a beard and saying, yeah, I absolutely still believe in Santa Claus. Maybe this time I'll get that Atari video game that I've been pestering you for. So what was your best most memorable Christmas present oh, as a youth. Yeah. Oh, well, um, as a youth, I don't know. I, easy hands down was the, you know, it was the Atari video game, which was, I'm going to bet that was the first home con- console video game um, ever mass produced. Pong. Well, no, because you, you couldn't, Pong was a standalone. You had to buy the whole. If if you had Pong at your house, as opposed to a restaurant, you had to buy the whole table, and all you got like a table, like a coffee table, um, with the, with the knobs on either side, and all you got was Pong. Well, didn't Atari do Pong at some well, point? Yeah, along yeah. the way. Um, Pong, yeah, Atari did Pong, but what what the magic of the Atari was is, I mean, that was the first time that you had the little, you know, the cassettes, you know, it was kind of an eight-track tape looking thing um, that, and you buy the different games, you get Tank Commander and you get, you know, Air Sea Battle and you get Pong and you get a few, and, and you know, as the months and years roll by, more and more games and then more advanced uh, gaming systems. And, you know, that that hadn't stopped even until now. But Atari, I'm pretty sure, was the very first thing that came out. And I'm telling you, I I can remember exactly where I was in the downtown Sears building in Baton Rouge, you know, like around Thanksgiving. 
uh, going to buy, you know, tough skin jeans uh, at, at Sears, and they had the Atari thing out on display. And I, it was just the most amazing thing that I'd ever seen as a kid. And immediately my brother and I just started hard begging, shameless begging. And, you know, my dad being— You literally just discussed Atari, Pong, and buying it at Sears. Yeah. It's like the iron triangle of I'm an old man. Oh, look. And that is—anybody under 20 has literally no idea what we just talked yeah, about. Well, that's, you know, that's—look— yeah, if, if we're going to talk about Sears, uh, the way that, you know, back in my day, the way that you would pick out your Christmas presents is you get the Sears catalog of, you know, 800 pages, and you'd flip over to the toy section, and you just circle what you wanted, and you handed that to your parents. Yeah, see? Look at that. Yeah, the Atari Pong. Yeah. I bet you can get that now. Oh, yeah, for 50 bucks, <laughs> probably, <laughs> you know, but... But what I was going to say, but I want it. Yeah. Yes. Well, you'll yeah you'll you'll want it about as long as everybody in 1978 wanted it, which is yeah, about three nights, and that's <laughs> about all the pong you can stand. And then it's like, just that damn ball needs to hurry up, and get on the other side. Well, that damn table <laughs> needs to go somewhere like the garage. Mm. But yeah, my my dad's looking. You know, we're hard begging my dad for the Atari game console, and. You know, the idea that you're going to sit around and play video games, A, made it did not make any sense to him whatsoever. And he looked at the price tag, and I don't remember what the price tag was, but it was like $57,000 to to a, uh, a 10-year-old child. It was just some astronomical number, way out of the range of anything I would ever think of asking for. Uh, at whatever age it was. And so I was just like, I did my hard begging. My brother did his hard begging. But, you know, he, he gave me the look that said, you, you've got to be crazy. You might as well be asking for a, a boat. So uh, he, he, when Christmas morning comes and I rip open the Baton Rouge Advocate lined uh, box and, and there it was, um, yeah, he, he, yeah I, I can still remember not just the joy, but the shock of, I, I did not think this was going to happen to me. That's a pretty good one. I mean, I remember bikes and all that kind of stuff, but I remember the one thing that I played with more than anything else that I got for Christmas. That I was, I, it's so sad, actually. I mean, you know, racetracks, whatever. I, I'm not saying I didn't have some good presents, but I remember getting a slinky. A slinky. Oh, Do you know? Start, I'm going to start crying for you. That that was a great present for you. No, I was I was amazed by a slinky, and you know, and and it took a while to get amazed because I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in a trailer, and I'm looking for some steps. So I'm like, <laughs> I got some issues. But remember, we had some steps out Cause, cause, front from the trailer, and they went down. You know, yeah, you get up to the trailer. What, what walks and, downstairs alone or in pairs and makes a slinkety sound? It's the ding. It was amazing. I mean, I was just amazed. By Slinky, I have. I mean, it is sad. It. In fact, I'm getting sadder the more I'm telling this, and um. But that, for whatever reason, that memory, and I remember how. And then my mother sucked it up into the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> not too long after. <laughs> All right, so really, that maybe. That's oh my yeah. god! And yeah, but a Slinky. But it wasn't the best. I'm saying it just Yo, sticks in my didn't head. You can get a good slinky. You got and one I, of the cheap knockoff I, I, Dollar General it, plastic slinkies. Well, there's no doubt about that. But, um, but yeah, now about 39 years later, I finally got to tell that story. Well, I feel, I feel like an Thank idiot. You, I feel Thank like you. an idiot. I, I spent real money getting you a real Christmas present. And what I could have done... You yeah, couldn't give get, a, you, get you coiled steel, whatever that is. Well, it's. I, I think it says a lot, actually, about the way the world has gone. You couldn't get a kid a slinky right now without getting a... <laughs> well, I wonder about that. Uh, I wonder about that because they have um, the you know they all they have the toy drives all you know all over America certainly all over Mississippi they have the toy drives, and I can't help but look at the toys that people hand in to the 
you know, the unfortunate kids. And I'm looking at what they're handing in like slinkies are, you know, the, the cruelest is here's a bicycle helmet. <laughs> oh my God. I'm thinking, God, surely they pair that up. I, I hope they do. You can wear it with your make-believe bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You can have a make-believe brain injury because oh. you didn't have your actual bike helmet. I, yeah, but I, I look at the presents that are handed in like, here's a deck of, of uh, Uno cards. Hmm. And... You know, just go up. We we were at, oh, it wasn't you. It was, I was with Trey at, um, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like this luncheon where everybody was handing in their, their kids' presents, and I couldn't help but go up and look at it. And, it, you know, some of the stuff was good stuff, but it was, you know, a, a classic M1 rifle. And I'm thinking, that's fun for about an hour. Um, and then... You know what do you do? And a slinky. I'm th- I'm thinking it on my on my poorest saddest day. I don't think I could have been entertained by a slinky more than twenty minutes. And that's if I had a staircase to work with. Well, I spent hours and hours and hours, Dave. <laughs> Days. Loved it. There's a, a myriad of different ways that you can play with a slinky. Well, I mean that could be a show. It could be two shows. I think things you can do with a slinky. <laughs> so, yeah, write that down. Uh, and uh, put, I'm put writing some, down slinky. Put some uh, footnotes to it so you can remember what it means. Well, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I got I got a five minutes of slinky material. We'll work that out. You know, one of my other ones, and, and I'm writing that right next to Arnold. Any clues? You want to oh. guess, guess what Arnold's about? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm you know, you know where I'm going with that? No way. There's no way you're going to pull this. You just have the word Arnold. Arnold. There it just is. Arnold. Arnold. Um, where am I going with that? You wanted to discuss the state of politics in California. No. no, no. Um, the fact that um, he's now, he, he had a child with his uh, maid. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was this recent or is this like 30 years ago? Oh, he's like 80 at this point. Well, that doesn't mean he is not a young man. He is, he looks amazing, but he's not a young man. Yeah, he's, he's old. Uh, no, he had, I, I guess that child he had with his uh, maid is probably in his 30s, 20s or 30s. So. Yeah, he was born in it's 19, been a minute. He was born in 1947. I've recently come to under, he's got a new book out. Uh, Schwarzenegger does. So I, I, got, it, what, is, I got the book. What's the name of it? I'm an ardent um, environmentalist, no, no, but I drive a Hummer. No, it's called Be Useful, hmm. and it's it's like I'm not I'm I'm not here to write a self help book, <laughs> but these are the rules for how you should live. There we go, right there. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, 25 years old, and wife Shriver did not take yeah, kindly yeah, to it. Shriver. Um, no. Uh, but anyway, the the uh, the idea of Arnold is it it all begins with me being like obese, you know, like there's there's overweight and then there's fat and then there's obese and then there's chronically obese and then there's morbidly obese and then there's circus obese, and so Arnold has a new app, um, and it's it's his personal. Uh, weightlifting training app that starts with don't go to the gym. This is just body weight stuff. And it tracks the heck out of you if you sign up for it and pay the modest fee. I was at the gym for three hours this morning. Well, you know, you're a He-Man and you would you would not need this because you're nowhere near uh, circus obese like I am. Well, I mean, that's not... I, yeah. I drank a lot of coffee at the gym. Well, uh, well, I did a steam yeah, room yeah, at the gym. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, if, you're, it's, if you're screwing around, don't, yeah. be, don't be talking about three hours at the but gym. But I was at the gym. Well, okay, I drove by a gym. There you go. You know, I, anyway, uh, yesterday literally was day one on the Arnold app. Really? And it was awful. 
I mean, it was just, and you're talking somebody who did, you know, the boot camp out on Madison Central football field for however long I did it. And I'm looking at the set list of here's what you're going to have to do. And I thought, this is nothing. I'm, you know, just doing squats. Uh, No, not even squats, just standing up. And, you know, go down in a squat position. And body weight back, squats. Yeah, body, body weight squat and do uh, 30 of them. That's hard. I, that, I is, that, is not, that is baby compared to what we used to do out there. And I thought, this is going to be a joke. And, I'm, and I am so out of shape that I'm, I struggled to get through what I think was supposed to be like a 25-minute, like they put you on the absolute beginner we assume that that you're a heart attack risk, so you know take it slow, be calm, and don't worry. We're going to work you up to some better degree of fitness. It's, it's all body weight stuff. At at this point, it is it, it, the first twenty four workouts are all at home body weight, plenty of rest periods built in, and. Um, uh, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here right now, and I can feel my hamstrings. And this is after one. I've done one 30, basically 30-minute 30 workout, and I'm, already, I'm in pain. I'm using the word pain. Mm. Not, not it's achy, not it's pain. So, you know, like basically when this podcast is over and go home, i got to go do workout number two. Which turns out to be more squats, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Well, those knees get, Ooh. you know, they're, 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 mm. But, you know, I mean, he's born, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the book on tape, and there's all kinds of interesting things on the app. You download the app, and one of them being 47, born in 1947. They did not mention the maid or the, uh, I guess the out of wedlock child. Mm, I would um, think that's... did mention did mention the divorce. Shockingly, so he he's one of those people that I I have always thought was a really really interesting guy. And I'll tell you who he he very much reminds me of Shaq. You know, Shaq is super successful athlete. Um, you would not think he's as funny as he is. You would not think he's as smart as he is. You wouldn't think he's as good of a businessman as he is. Shaq is smart. Shaq is crazy smart. And Schwarzenegger's crazy smart, and he's really, really funny. Well, two of the, you know, classics. I'm not much on the Terminators and all that. Even I just I never have really gotten into it. But Twin, yeah, and Kindergarten Cop, yeah. I can go with. He's very funny in there. Well, yeah, in his book he talks about that and said and said I've I've made more money from twins than all That's than, a hilarious than, movie, him and Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, and 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 talks about I was an action hero. That's all that's the only kind of movie I'd done. I was absolutely typecast and I was constantly getting scripts for that and I decided I'm not I'm I'm going to do a comedy. And nobody would produce it. And he and DeVito and the um, the guy who was a producer was, uh, I think, Jim, James Cameron. I think you so. You know, Titanic and yeah. Avatar. Um, and they all agreed, don't pay us any money. We'll take only back-end money, which means if it doesn't make a profit, we never get paid anything. But if it does make a profit, we get, you know, a, a pretty good cut of it. And he said, I'm, I'm making more money from that comedy. And then Kindergarten Cop was a second comedy. He said, I'm making more money from those than all the other action, than all the action movies. Hmm. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah. But so, great movie. And, and look, I, he's, he's a fine guy. He's, look, a true American success story. Well, I mean, uh, the man I, could barely hold a conversation for the first 20 years of his career. Yeah. Um, but it didn't stop him. Well, I, I really, what I like about this thing is it's obvious he knows what he's talking about. And um, he's a really positive guy. And, you know, he's, you know, you were talking about uh, last week, talking to your friend who said, look, you're going to be 30 right. either way you go. So you might as well make good decisions so that when you're 30, you'll have some good results. And- can, you be, can you imagine having that much confidence 
to go to a country where you literally can barely speak that language. Yeah. I, I think I've told you, I don't, you know, I went to Korea not too long ago. Right. And oh my God, we have we have said nothing about the trip to Korea. That's a whole. No, that's 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 that's, ne- that's, that's next week. That, that, we'll talk gonna, about Korean Christmas next week. You know, I'm right. I'm right. Probably very on. similar to Japanese Christmas, I but uh, who knows I, who they and, crucified? And going back to Korea this uh, October, and I'm just going to have to stop. Right. We fly right over Japan, so why not uh, stop in and, and go to a Kentucky Fried Chicken? But um, it's not the same. It's not. I understand, but in any event. Um, what was I saying? Oh, to be able to come to another country and not just let me just see if I can survive here. Let me see if I can be Mr. Olympia. Oh, heck, an and actor. Mo- and a movie oh, star. Oh, yeah. why don't I become governor? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and I'm sitting difficult. in Korea and I'm thinking I'm going to die because I can't speak the language. I'm in Seoul and I'm like, this is where I die. And it's it's very, very unnerving and I just can't imagine, you know, if you just planted your flag there and got you a place. And let me see if I can't just conquer the world of Korean politics. Oh, well, yeah, but, just, but you yeah. know, you're coming over when you're 22 years old and when you can bench 350 pounds. Well, okay. I mean, I'm, that's, I'm that's a, little a little older different. than that, and yeah. I bench, well, I'm on I'm 400. But, yeah. Um, so, okay, there's some slight differences there. Well, anyway, I— uh, <laughs> So tomorrow, uh, you just breezed right over that. Well, I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you, Val- you, validate, you, you, validate. Well, uh, I'm proud of you for spending three hours in the gym. Three three hours in the gym adds up to how long would you say actually? Uh, let's see. exercise. Well, oh no, I, I walked a few miles and I did ten or fifteen minutes on the stairmaster at a pretty high. That yeah, sucks. it does. Um, and then I lifted weights for about forty-five minutes, and uh, oh, that's that's legit. No, I mean I legit. And then I, I hit the steam room, which you know I've you know used to go to that same gym, and you just look down on me. I do for I still, going to I the steam do. room. I still do. I gotta have my steam room. What color dress do you wear when you, uh, when you get out of the it's steam room? It's my birthday. Room. It's birthday suit day. Wow, <laughs> so pink. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, a white towel, um, very stylish. It's all good, and yeah, I gotta get that steam because these bones, you know, they just they they're not as young as they used to be. As your knees now know from your little body weight squats, but so I mean, I can get some exercise, but um, it's not as intense as it, it used to be. But well, I'm not as young as I used to be. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I did uh, take my my son went up there. Now, he, now my son. Daniel, he has really gotten in to to the gym. Has he really? Yeah, you wouldn't even recognize. I mean, he's just he's he's got ripped out. He goes four or five days a week. Wow. He takes all the protein powders. He's got all the pre workout and whatever. And so he usually is in at the Clinton one, but he was at the uh, Madison uh, Healthplex because um, membership gets you both ways. And we happen to be there at the same time. And I've been kind of wanting this to occur. Um, cause he's gotten a little big headed, he, you know, he's hard like, to yeah. imagine Yeah, a college yeah. student getting big. Oh uh, yeah. And he's, he's kin to me. So, Hey, there you go. He's like, you know, he could take me. I said, all right, boy, no slinky for you. Pick, no, I said, pick, pick a machine, pick the free, whatever we can do bench. We can do incline bench, whatever. Let's do this thing. And, um, and it was the decline bench. And, and, and so I said, who's going to go first? He said, you go far. I don't know. I put 200-something on there. I don't even remember, but I did eight reps. Uh-uh. Oh, you did yeah. not put 200 pounds on a 45-pound bar and did a no, decline no, 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 no bench? Bar, no bar. It, it wasn't free weights. It was oh, the, uh, the hammer hammer uh, weight deal. So, yeah, yeah no. I, it was 225 or something like that, and I did eight reps. And I, and I could have broke my arm. I wasn't going to lose. I imagine. Y'all snap tendons, no problem, before I let my boy beat me. Right. And so um, I said, all right. And he sat down. He did a rep. He did a, another rep, and he couldn't get another one up. <sighs> and I just looked at him. I said, boy, you just learned the difference. Between a young man and a real man, <laughs> and I just, I just, 
I just dropped the mic and walked off. That's why he doesn't talk to you. He hadn't talked to me since. But we're we're going to try to mend things over Christmas, though. I bought him a nice present. Uh, you might as well give him that one. <laughs> him, He's been a turn 21. He would yeah, like that one, yeah, give, him, give him a liquid mm. present, and uh, you might be okay. Well, you know, I, I, I've only seen you be competitive in athletics once, and uh, that, was, that was in the big tennis tournament that uh, we had, yes, in, in Florida. And uh, you, you were talking the same garbage then. Did not back it up. Uh, no, well, you know, because not so that hot. Well, so hot, and it's, so hot. it's not the not that I'm circus obese, but uh, I'm not slightly overweight either. And I mean the 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 huffery and puffery after chasing those stupid tennis balls in the Florida heat. You know, I I think we agreed nobody needs to win this thing. You know, this this is stupid. Playing tennis in Florida in July is for stupid people. Or I win, fit, drop dead of heart attack. That's how that process goes. That's that's how. But I have graduated from the tennis. This proves I'm old. The fact that we don't don't say what I think you're going to say. You know what I'm fixing to say? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Pickleball. Pickleball. The world's fastest growing sport. Forty-five seconds ago, you're talking about being a real man. Oh, wow. and now you're talking about playing pickleball. Hey, I, bet all, Daniel, I bet your son's never played. Uh, it's pickleball. all about the zigs and the zags. I went big, and then I no, I would never. I don't. I don't. I keep that secret. I, well, I did. <laughs> I did. But, 23 people. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. The, the 23 I, people that are going to listen to this, that's going to multiply by by the end of a week from now. He went up 1,700% last week. I anticipate at least 300 people next yeah, time. Yeah, and they're all going to look down on you for, well, <laughs> um, for that. You, I mean, the Korean... Christmas. Korean Christmas. I'm, I mean, Japanese I, I am Christmas, writing now. Nah, well, I, I don't know anything about Korea. I have to I, I'm, right, I'm writing down trip to Korea because that's that's pre podcast. Yeah, conversation. Was, uh, but that that yeah, that it, whole thing is a, is it, a pretty good story. Any 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 topic that involves me flying 14 hours, and I don't like to fly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to sweat. Thank you. Sounds like we need to pack up the uh, podcast studio and take a trip to Korea. That's what I'm, th- that's what I'm thinking is going to happen here. We do a 14-hour podcast to keep your mind uh, on an equilibrium. Because oh, clearly all that clonopin and <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I've got uh, all the show notes for next week. For, for real, we are going to do a new introduction well, if you don't like the heavy metal-ish type stuff, I, I mean, I what, what do you look, recommend? I, I, you want some I, Mozart or I, something? No, well, I would, but I swear we will have a new introduction by the time that we come on next week. I, I swear it will be done. Um, I'm not going to swear to the heavy metal, but it, it will be a different song, although I, I really kind of like the one we've got, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to change it up. I'm not going to change the cover art. And, the cover uh, art is really good. I'm happy about the cover art. Um, we will, between this moment and next time, we'll talk about social media. And you're going to have to talk me into it because I just, I'm not down. And um, otherwise, that's that's about all I've got on my pad to cover for today. Oh, you That's... What about the old associations? Well, I hadn't figured that out. As that's, I've got that, and then I've got something about six-man football, but I have no idea what the story is about that. So I've got to go back and just kind of walk around and get in the same frame of mind to figure out what's going on with the six-man football, old association, and counselings. No idea. Counseling. Counsel, yeah, so, counselors, maybe. No, it's I mean, my deep, I, I, my deep I'm not seated antipathy towards therapists. Well, it, it's not that I can't read my writing; it's I can't comprehend the idea intended to be conveyed by the writing. Counselings, no idea. Friday at three thirty, I got that circle. That's because we're doing this in three thirty. That's literally all I got. So, oh, and we've we're like three minutes from the hour mark, so that's perfect. Oh, what how? What time did we start? 
uh, 58 minutes ago. So that feels like a full episode. Who well, knows? I, I, I had no idea. All right. Well, uh, lots to do. Uh, let me just it, say thanks to everybody for Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Please, no crucifixions. <laughs> Please eat all the fried chicken you want, but otherwise, that that's it. Thanks again, and uh, we'll see y'all next time.